they they extended a bonus to Joe Flacco to allow him to make I I believe it was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that it was technically a bonus that he was only getting if he played fifty percent of the game, but now that they're going into the playoffs, there's no reason to risk having Joe Flacco hurt. So so the Browns did what a lot of teams were doing yesterday by sitting Joe Flacco, which, I mean, for him, that's some people argue about rust versus rest. I mean, you saw the Ravens sat Lamar and nine other guys. Rust versus rest, when you're talking about Joe Flacco, I mean, I think the the rest and the rust help him out. I mean, he's getting up there in, in years, and he came right off the couch to start torching teams. I mean, granted, yeah, I know. Their defense is extraordinary. But, I mean, at the same time, Joe Flacco's not losing it, not being a bonehead. Yeah. Let's see. I'd like to ask Jamie about that, see what what he's talking about there. Um, But, man, as always, what's known as Black Friday in the NFL is here and it started last night when the Falcons they uh they fired their coach commanders coaches fired throughout the day maybe we'll hear of a couple more you know Chargers got rid of their coach a couple weeks ago so it's it's all gonna it's all gonna shake up. The commanders are already reaching out to the Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson and their defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn. So we'll see we'll see how quick that works out because now we're in the playoffs. I mean these teams can request to talk to the OCs, which I I don't like that at all. Um wait till the season's over. I'm I'm feeling Todd Munkin is gonna be getting a bunch of requests for new OC positions, for head coaching positions. I mean, I just hope he's having so much fun. Playing football with Lamar Jackson. Well, not he's not playing, obviously, but coaching football with Lamar Jackson that they keep that teammate that that bond together because I mean I haven't seen Lamar play. You guys haven't seen Lamar play the way that he's been playing for this past year. So we'll we'll figure out what's going on with all the new coaching hires as they come in, all the coaching fires. Today, before we jump into week 18 of the NFL and how things shook up, today we have the national championship. 
Michigan, Harbaugh versus Washington. You might think that I'm rooting for Michigan because the the links between the Harbaugh brothers, but I mean I'm still I've still been rubbed wrong by the whole sign stealing situation that that Michigan's been going through that they got a slap on the wrist and now they're in the college football playoffs whether or not it helped them whether or not they needed it I mean that's like saying a billionaire doesn't need to rob a bank. But if he does, he's still in the wrong, right? I mean, if Jeff Bezos goes and knocks off a bank down in Washington, D.C., he still gets charged for it. He still gets in trouble. There's still some kind of penalty. So when Michigan gets caught stealing signs from teams they don't need to steal signs for and then we're sitting here and we're congratulating them we're putting them up on a pedestal and now they're sitting in the national championship it just it, it rubs me the wrong way like totally rubs me the wrong way so I'm hardcore rooting for the Washington Huskies to come through and I mean, maybe that's the little sliver of, I guess, hope. The little sliver of integrity to bring it back to integrity, maybe. Is it, is it integrity, though, when they got caught stealing signs? So we'll, we'll see how that goes next year. We get the 12 teams, which, I mean, we've wanted since the first season of the Bring It In show in 2019 in November. We have wanted more teams in the college playoffs. We'll see. We'll see what goes on. Michigan's favored by five and a half points. Games on ESPN. National Championship. And it's got Washington and Michigan. No Alabama, no Georgia, no Clemson. The Dirty South has been left out of college football playoffs this year. So we'll see how this goes. Um, Michael Penix Jr., he's been, he's been killing it. This whole season, leading Washington to, uh, off the top of my head, I don't have it brought up. I want to say they're eleven and one or eleven and zero. Uh, the both teams here are undefeated, so it's not that neither of these teams deserve to be playing for this game. They both deserve to be playing for this game, but I mean. You guys just know how I feel about about Michigan. And I probably still have bad taste in my mouth from back in the day when 
Jim Harbaugh was with the 49ers. They play the Ravens, and, I mean, they're brothers, but they're not the same person. Um, yeah, so Penix Jr. gets 4,600 yards on the season, 35 touchdowns to nine interceptions. I mean, I'm I'm really looking for him to carve apart this Michigan defense. I mean, but you know Michigan's going to be trying to run the ball down Washington's throat. So we'll we'll see how that goes and how everything turns out. I'm super excited to watch this game. And in excitement, I'm still fingers crossed that Washington handles business and takes uh takes Michigan down. So we'll we'll see uh if they have an answer for it like they did with uh that good game against Texas. So tonight, seven o'clock I think, seven thirty. What is it? Seven thirty? Okay, yeah. So tonight, seven thirty. ESPN, Michigan's favored by five. The college football national championship. Let's get this one out of the way, and we can run with 12 teams next year. And those 12 teams, I know that first round is going to be brutal. But that happens in football. I mean, you just had the Ravens two weeks in a row go take on the 49ers, who are supposedly the best team in football, and then Miami Dolphins, who are supposedly the second-best team in football, and put up, like, 50 points on both of them. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. And then in in a mud bowl on Saturday, the Steelers were able to sneak a win in. I mean, that game was ugly. I don't know how many of you guys watched that game. But man, it was as a Ravens fan, I was extremely excited that a bunch of wide receivers, Lamar Jackson, some defenders that I mean Cal Hamilton, like I was very glad to see those guys resting. It's two weeks of rest for them now because they got the bye coming. And we'll see. We'll see how how the rest versus rust takes effect for them. Hopefully they'll be, once we get past tonight's game, because I know John Harbaugh is going to the college football championship in support of his brother. But once we get past tonight, hopefully the guys, hopefully the team, they're they're super focused. Don't know who they're going to be playing yet, but I mean there are when when you get to the playoffs, any team 
could potentially go on that run. The Bills have been hot lately. The Steelers have been slowly beating people. The Browns, hot as well. Once Flacco came in, they're looking good. To Texans, young. They don't know any better. Is that, do you think that hurts them? Because everybody always talks about uh, playoff experience, this playoff experience, that with a team like the Texans, I think that inexperience is almost more dangerous for the other teams because this team just doesn't look like it's getting caught up in things. Now, once you get to the Super Bowl, it's totally different. And you have so much media coverage and you have everything takes so long that, yeah, it really changes. But this first wild card weekend, I don't think the experience is going to is going to be on the is going to be opposed to the Texans. I think that inexperience helps them. They blow past the Browns. This is a huge game. I mean, these two teams made two years ago one of the biggest trades that I mean it made so much so many waves in the sports world I mean we didn't when this trade happened we didn't know if we were gonna see Deshaun Watson again I've always said it was a bad trade everybody else I mean I I don't know how many people have actually said this was a good trade that the Browns made. Um, but I've heard people. But now, when you look at it this way, Deshaun Watson's hurt. They're they're in the playoffs. They're doing what they needed to do. But they're doing it with a quarterback who is retired. So the Texans right now, they got nothing to lose. No pressure on them at all. They got out from under. They got out from under. (laughs) They got out from under Deshaun Watson's contracts. Out from under all his creepiness and sent them back into the Browns. Now the Browns signed him, made him a guaranteed he's he's the only quarterback who's gotten everything guaranteed. And when we're looking around and seeing how much he's actually even played, I mean, it's crazy. So everything's on the Browns because their defense is so good. They're not going to be able to hold this team that's played this well together because monetarily, it's all going to start crumbling at the seams because you have all this guaranteed money that's already taken up. So we'll see. uh, We'll see how that goes, but I'm expecting a a very small win, very small margin in the win column for the Texans.
Dolphins Chiefs. I mean, when I'm looking at this, I it's hard for me not to pick the Chiefs, but the Chiefs aren't they're like a hollow shell of what they used to be. They need their guy Tyreek Hill back or at least somebody who's got some hands on the outside because you you clog everything up. Travis Kelsey is expected to be everything for this team. And when he's expected to be everything and you don't have anything on the edges or sides to work with, the ground game gets junked up, the middle of the football field gets junked up. And the Dolphins, though they've had some some rough games here as of late, I don't hold that back. I don't hold that against them when they're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Because the Kansas City Chiefs, to me, right now, are stale. They A couple years ago, they're nice, they're fresh, they're, they pop open the bag of the Kansas City Chiefs. Everything about them is great. Two Super Bowl wins later, and, I mean, they're... They're not hitting the magic that they were. Before, Patrick Mahomes was was throwing some suspect balls, and they were, they were everything bounced in the Chiefs' favor. This year, everything has not bounced in the Chiefs' favor. They're stale on the wide receiver positions, and that's, that's just... I can I believe they're going to continue that stale run into the playoffs. And I see the Dolphins winning this game here. So I got I got the Texans winning that first game. I got the Dolphins winning the second game. Then we get down here. Steelers versus the Bills, which the Bills I can't the who man like the bills should torch the steelers up but the steelers have such a good way to get teams to play on their level but the past couple weeks the bills are looking more like the team we all thought they were they're looking more like the team we expected them to be so it's there's nothing huge or big that I'm expecting from this game. I'm not expecting the 10-point blowout from the Bills. 7 eh, Bills win by 7. But they're just they're they're playing really well. Oh, I got to sneeze. Hold on. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shut that off for you guys so you don't have to hear me sneeze out loud. Um, so, the Bills, they're firing. Josh Allen isn't looking great, but he looks good enough. Like, 
He's he's been making the mistakes, so I don't see him winning MVP. But I I expect the the Bills to win this game by seven points. Seven point uh seven point run for the Bills. Uh but it's gonna be some some defense and stuff like that. Uh then we got the Packers going up against the Cowboys. Packers the new rookie quarterback back where they've always belonged if you talk to a football historian because the pack is back right the pack is back do we know are we saying the pack is back the packers going up against the cowboys i'm sorry because i know there's so many of you cowboys fans out there but this is when and i'm sorry that if I'm just breaking the news to you right now, but this is when your franchise traditionally starts to take a nosedive. Well, I mean, they they get past December playoffs, first round of the playoffs. We got the Cowboys favored by seven and a half points. I'm saying. The Packers are winning by seven and a half points. Dak's gonna get nervous. He's just the the Cowboys just for some reason don't play well in the playoffs. And <clears throat> it's not like we're talking about the AFC. We're talking about the NFC. Anybody right now could come out of the NFC. They're just not that good, the NFC. They play a, a different type of football in the NFC. It's a lot softer. It's It doesn't fare well for cold weather. I mean, the Packers do. The Packers always fare well in cold weather. Cowboys, no. Rams, no. Lions, not even really. They're nice. They're they're nice and warm. Eagles, Eagles can play in cold weather too. Those are going to be two of the teams that come out of the NFC in in my opinion just because Playing, playing playoff football, if you're going to be in the cold at all, it's going to catch up to you. Now, the Cowboys are playing in Dallas, but with them, it's not so much a cold thing. With them, it's just a playoff thing, and they're not very good in the playoffs. So, like I said, I'm picking the Packers to win by seven against the Cowboys. I mean, give me a call, 912-712-5077, and let me know. Let me know what you're thinking about. Crickets? Crickets? 
I mean, that's uh, I'm I'm just I'm giving it to you how I know how to give it, and I know that the Cowboys don't last through the playoffs. Then we got the Rams and the Lions. The Lions making some noise. They've been good for probably the past two years, but good in a way where all their games, they were losing by just a hair. And they've been able to turn it around more this year. And they're sitting in the playoffs going against the Rams, who the Rams are a high-powered they can score. I mean, when when they played the Ravens three weeks ago, the Rams go to overtime. They score, they tie, they score, they tie. And it, it was not looking good. And the Ravens ended up getting a punt return for a touchdown to end the game. But, I mean, the Rams can get in a slug fight, a slug fest with anybody out there. The Lions, I like what they're doing. I just think they're going to have a small misstep. And game management is going to turn around and it's going to favor Matthew Stafford. At the end of the game, it's such a close game. I think I think game management keeps the ball in the Rams' hands at the end of the game, and they win by a field goal. Put that on the books. You're in the kitchen with the chef. Here are my hot takes: the Eagles, the Bucks. Yeah. How could I pick the Bucks over the Eagles? It's seems ridiculous that this is even a question. It seems ridiculous that that I'm in this position to ask who who's going to win this game, the Eagles or Bucks? But we'll be right back after a couple notes from the studio. And I'll be back to talk about that Eagles-Bucks game. I'm Dave Lake. Join me for great progressive, straight ahead, and classic jazz on Jazz Brunch. Noon to 2 p.m. on Mondays, 11 to 2 p.m. on Tuesdays, 1 to 2 p.m. on Wednesdays and 11 to 1 p.m. on Thursdays. There are two U's in WRUU, though there should be more, because this is your radio station, run by volunteers from your community, with original music and talk shows presented by your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers. The voices you hear on WRUU live and work in Savannah and the Lowcountry. And they help connect you with the other U's in our community. Well, there's a lot of U's involved. And while there's no way to add all these U's to the WRUU call sign, 
there is a need to ensure that all of us can keep your community radio going. So please help by donating whatever you can. Go to WRUU.org today and show how many U's there really are in WRUU. Senior Citizens Incorporated is looking for volunteer Meals on Wheels drivers. A few hours each week will connect some of our area's most vulnerable residents with nutritious food and a regular knock on the door. For more information, contact Laura at 912-964-5411. Oh, and we are back. I just pulled something up. I'm, I'm going to get to the Eagles-Bucks game in a second, but I saw that the Ravens... Um, the Ravens got the most sacks. They got the fewest points per game. And the most takeaways this year, the triple crown of the defense, they say. First team in NFL history to lead in all categories. And when I'm talking about this Ravens defense, like I said about the Browns, the Ravens have got to strike while the iron's hot. While Lamar's playing like this, while the defense is playing lights out, you get Jadavion Clowney comes back in and he's got nine and a half sacks on the season the most sacks he's ever had in a season I mean it's it's great and because of that they need to keep that intensity and when the uh, playoffs start they need to they need to keep rolling like they are so we'll I'll talk I'll talk to you guys about the Ravens in a little bit but back to this Philadelphia versus Tampa Bay game. This game that when you're looking at numbers it's yeah it, it makes your jaw drop. You don't know what you're looking at. My eyes playing tricks on me. That's what I'm trying to figure out when I'm looking down here. And you got the nine and eight Tampa Bay Bucks putting numbers up. Everybody's doing better on the Bucks, it seems like. Baker Mayfield throwing for four thousand yards, twenty-eight touchdowns. How can that be more than Jalen Hurts? Because we we've been hearing about how the Eagles I mean, the whole first half of the season, I would have thought Jalen Hurts scored more touchdowns the first half of the season than than Baker Mayfield scores the entire season. But here we are. And I'm sitting here looking, and I know what Philly's made of. I mean, I watched a, a lot of their games, but what's going on in Philadelphia right now because the team that's been out there the past couple weeks gets blown out by the Bucks, but they've been there they're back in the playoffs they were they made it to the bowl last year so what 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 is going on in Philly 
they get a bad shipment of cheesesteaks coming in. I'm just, I'm really confused at how things have worked out for the Eagles. But even though that, like I said, they were there before, they were there last year, they played, got to the bowl. I think that's who we see in the playoffs. They are a professional team. I feel like they know how and when to turn it up. And that's going to happen this Monday. Coming up. Not today. Next week. Eagles. And when I say they learn how to turn it up, I think they're going to really turn up and show out. And I, I say... uh 14-point win over there. Now, that's Philly's only favored by two and a half points. I'm giving you 14 points on this one. So, I mean, you you want to you wanna win a crazy amount of money? Responsible gambling, as always. But, man, I'm saying spin through them again. Texans, Dolphins, Bills, Packers, Rams, Eagles. Throw that parlay up. That's what, that's what we're doing. And sit back and enjoy the football while the Ravens and Niners do the same. No. I'm trying to looking at over all the scenarios, everything. Just waiting. Let him call Lamar Jackson in for his MVP. Second MVP. <laughs> that's what that's what we like to hear down in Baltimore. Second MVP, Lamar Jackson. Whoa, breaking news in the golf world. And if I had Jamie here, I know he was watching golf yesterday. He'd let us know what's really going on in the golf world. This is just a little a little tidbit. Tiger Woods and Nike have announced they are parting ways as business partners. So 27-year partnership that Tiger Woods and Nike have been together. Um, and I just, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens next because someone as big as Tiger, if when I look and see that he's ending his partnership with Nike, I feel the only reason that that is happening is because Tiger Woods is, he's going to turn around and open his own, his own brand. Now this is just, this is just breaking news. I'm trying to say 36 minutes ago. So we don't know everything 
about what's going on. He posted this uh, tweet earlier, like I said, 36 minutes ago. Over 27 years ago, I was fortunate to start a partnership with one of the most iconic brands in the world. The days since have been filled with so many amazing moments and memories. If I started naming them, I could go on forever. Phil Knight's passion and vision brought this Nike and Nike golf partnership together. And I want to personally thank him along with the Nike employees and incredible athletes I have had the pleasure of working with along the way. People will ask if there is another chapter. Yes, there will certainly be another chapter. See you in L.A. Tiger. So now we just sit back, wait for his new venture that he's going to pop up because I can't see not having Tiger Woods logo, signature, and just name all over golf. Like, in some type of way, if he's getting towards the end of his career, he's starting to launch a new platform. And who's going who's gonna to get all the presents, all the prizes from that? Charlie is, his son. His son will never have to be under another name or anything except Woods and... If they do it right, and Charlie's a really good golfer like he is now, he just continues that uprising, then, I mean, they're going to get all the proceeds, 100%, get it, got it, good. So, that's, that's, that's that, and... And now we got Draymond Green considering retirement. Clay earlier this week's talking about taking a new type of role and just enjoying what they've done. So this this uh, Warriors, the the three mainstays for the Warriors look to be slipping through the cracks so man that was such a good team to watch when they're when they're killing it just I mean, it was like they could throw anything up between Steph and clay and no matter how or where or what it just splashed right in so I want to ask you guys, let me know, who was your week 18 winner for the NFL season? Who did it best? The Steelers, Puka Nakua, or Jordan Love? Yeah. Pulling up, pulling up. Let's see. We got other questions that I want to know from you guys. Who do you think, after I've gone through this whole wild card weekend that's coming up next week, who do you think is the most dangerous 
NFL playoff team. Not the top seeds, but of the teams that we've talked about today, who do you think is the most dangerous playoff team? I personally think it's the Browns. But I want to hear your... Do you think the Lions, the Rams can come through? Do you think the Eagles? Or, I mean, are you somewhat delusional and think the Cowboys are going to do it? Yeah. Let us know. Give us a call. I'm wondering if the uh, phone's been unplugged again because sometimes it it happens and I haven't been able to reach over to double check. 912-712-5077. And I want to remind everyone you are listening to the Bring It In Show. I'm Glenn Pierce, as always. And this is WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. We're, we're right at the edge. Now that some teams have been eliminated we got the playoffs so i mean if you're not making the playoffs you're out of there you know your draft order you know what's going on and the big questions are who's gonna do what justin fields what's going on there i mean i'm just the bears I know they've I know they've talked to people about the potential of moving Justin Fields. When if they do move Justin Fields and they're like I hear they're going after uh Drake May from from North Carolina. I it makes me like, are they going to ruin Drake as well? Like, they're they're running. Now, these teams, these teams, they don't build properly. You're just going to keep shuffling quarterbacks in and ruining quarterback careers when, I mean... You need if you're if you're moving Justin Fields, I hope you move him for linemen. I hope you help things out because you're gonna put another quarterback in the same position and the same things are gonna happen. I'm seeing Caleb Williams going to the commanders. Which is weird. Like, I think if I was the Bears, I'd be going after Williams. Seems more pro-ready than Drake. Uh, but if that happens, they're just going to flip-flop. But the coaching situation, they got to figure that out. I mean, they they bench Sam Howe. Brissett 
gets a injury, a hamstring injury, and then they're back with Sam Howell. I what I, I just don't know about them. That's another team. Then you got the Patriots at third, and oh look what they're actually doing going after offensive tackle. You got to build a team from the line. I mean, I don't understand why once we get to the draft, running backs and quarterbacks are are all the rage to go. Well, not not even running backs now. Quarterbacks are all the rage to go and and get with your first or second pick when the quarterbacks who go number one, number two, I mean, it's there. There are guys that come from that position that live up. I don't know if you want to say live up to the hype, but there are guys that are clearly better than others. But you have, you have. I mean, when you look at quarterbacks who have won bigger games, won the Super Bowl the most. I mean, how many I pull up how many number one draft picks, first round draft picks, not first round, but top five picks have won the Super Bowl? It has for quarterback. All right, I'm I'm uh, I'm here alone, so um, give me a give me a little bit of a break. I mean, we all know Tom Brady's not one of the top. He's not one of the top uh, quarterbacks to win. Oh, it starts so far away. So far away. All right. So we are looking. Mahomes. Mahomes is a top 10. But, I mean, you go through these. I mean, Tom Brady hits this list so many times to weed out anybody who may not. This this is the worst list. <laughs> All right, I got, some, uh, got something better. Hopefully the Internet's not fooling me. But it looks like maybe 18 people who have been drafted with the first pick have gone to win a Super Bowl. But then you got Jamarcus Russell as well. And this is this goes back in back in time, so far back in time, so 
And then I got only these eight NFL quarterbacks drafted number one overall, won a Super Bowl ring. So eight. Eight guys. You got Derek Carr, the most surprising name on the list because he was signed to be Eli's backup. He never played the down, but he got a Super Bowl. So, I mean, you got Eli, Peyton, Drew Bledsoe, Troy Aikman, John Elway, Jim Pluckett, Terry Bradshaw. I mean, these are all back in the day. Nowadays, you get guys that are drafted... I mean, it's sometimes in the seventh round. I mean, you got Brock Purdy, who looks like he may wind up winning the Super Bowl if he plays the way they played in the beginning of the season. You got him looking like he's going to win a Super Bowl. And he was the last person picked. So I don't realize why everybody gets, ooh, a shiny new toy, like... When we're talking about quarterbacks, build your team, get solid linemen, get the best line out there. And even if you have the best line for two years, but you have nobody to throw the ball or or run the ball, then odds are you're you're still going to have a good draft pick. And then you go after your quarterback once you have some a place for him to play. Once you have the guys who can make a pocket for your quarterback, that's when you go and get a quarterback. Ah, it's crazy. But they're going to, the bad teams are going to draft good quarterbacks and ruin them like they do every year. So, we got about eight minutes rolling, seven minutes rolling left on the show. And I haven't talked about it too much, but MVP race. MVP race this year. I mean, the Ravens sat Lamar this weekend. But, yeah, it was a disgusting game like I said before rain mud ugh. so would that have helped solidify him for MVP other people were saying that quarterbacks needed to throw four to five touchdowns um, but as it is Lamar Jackson still the number one he leads all the odds and he jumped it uh when he was playing the 49ers in the next week. Now, people looking at stats and Dak, and that's that's where they want to go with it, but we'll, we'll have to see. Brock Purdy's on the list also, but, I mean, Purdy, Purdy has, that's like Purdy and Tua, they... They have teams around them that are so good that it almost seems unfair for them to make it, but the Ravens are playing really well. I mean, you you have Lamar Jackson as their leading rusher because 
three three running backs have been hurt now. Melvin Gordon's one of their top running. Not, I won't say he's one of their top running backs, but Melvin Gordon getting some carries uh, for the Ravens. Gus, Gus Edwards is the top running back. But they just signed Cook, which I think is an awesome pickup you I mean this guy is going to Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl and then all of a sudden people people start turning away from him but he was with the Jets this year who fell apart within one minute of their season starting because Aaron Rodgers and that that hurts Brees Hall. He's young running back who's been with him, knows the system. I'm just hoping now that Cook playoff start, Cook gets acclimated to the Ravens, and the Ravens keep blocking and keep pushing through. So, um, I'm excited about that. Um. And it's I just got I just got an update that oh we might we might get Kells back around the studio for the next show as we are winding down. But yeah, I mean Lamar for MVP. I don't even know what I was saying. But yeah, the Ravens rushing game the rushing attack with cook should be it it should be devastating now they're still blocking we're still attacking down the field i can't wait for us to be two weeks ahead now so we'll see how it goes there and for everybody else out there i want to thank you for tuning in And we'll see you next week on the Bring It In Show. Thank you for listening. Remember, we're here every Monday, 11 a.m. to 12 o'clock noon. And always stay tuned to 107.5. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. Listening to the Bringing In Show. I don't know if I mentioned to you guys Lamar Jackson for the NFL MVP. Bring it in. <laughs>